Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish them. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car key. Let's go fucking party. Okay. Where niggas be at drinking on McCarthy. Uh-huh. Where bitches act wild like they on Mario. Yo, get together, why can't we just... Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yo, yo. And we back, we back with another album review. Yes, sir. Now. Yes, sir. Now, this joint is a classic. For sure, for sure. All day in the paint. This is the Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Yes, sir. And y'all know, like, if you don't know, you about to know. Yeah. <laughs> All pun or no pun into however exactly. the fuck. Now, let me just put a disclaimer out there. I know I'm gonna get crucified for this. <laughs> Now, I had actually never listened to this joint all the way through. I knew the obvious classics of this joint. Legasp. What was that? I said Legasp. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, <laughs> I, I, I apologize to, to my fellow hip-hop heads in the, in the audience listening. I had not listened to this whole joint. Obviously, I knew of certain songs like yeah. Give Me The Loot, uh, obviously Juicy, yeah. and Big Papa. Mm-hmm. I, I had heard Suicidal Thoughts. Yeah. But I had not listened to the whole joint. Now, I felt like it was a... Only perfect that we review this album on the 25th anniversary, like I told you earlier. Yes. Thank you for remembering. I totally almost forgot. <laughs> ah, so, yes, today legit is the 25th anniversary of the release of Ready to Die by the Notorious B.I.G. So That is crazy. That is fucking Hell crazy. Yeah. yeah, man. And uh, I want is that is that supposed to be Biggie on the cover? Uh, as a baby, I believe. Baby. Yes. So, all right. So, I guess I'll talk about this when, when we get into the review. But, um... Yeah, man. So as y'all, like I said, as y'all know, classic album. Yep. I mean, I'm not sure this is gonna be a, a review. Much more of us just praising the album. <laughs> Basically, what, that's what it is. But um, I guess fuck it. Let's just let's just jump into this. Joint. Let's do it. Cause uh, you know, Biggie needs no real introduction. Facts. Y'all already know who the fuck he is. Facts. Even white people who don't listen to rap know who Biggie is. Facts. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. Um, how you, same uh, same same order. Yeah. Let's all right. That. I'm gonna just say this. Right. I had a confusion. With the intro, because mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the intro is kind of like him being like born into like into the world, him, yeah. him wilding out as a little kid, exactly, him going to jail and him getting out, and, and then, then the end is supposedly like when right, the rap career starts. Exactly, I, I like that. Right now, my only issue with that is I want to say it's number, it's either respect or unbelievable. I don't remember oh, which all one. The way at the end, uh huh. Yeah, is that um, I just I just feel like uh, well. Uh, in, all right, first of all, in the intro, you hear what sounds to be like it's his dad with yeah. his mom. But in that joint, he says um, that his mom went to the hospital with, with no spouse or something like that. Yeah. So, obviously, I know that they did the shit on number one just to, like, make the intro sound dope Oh, of course, shit. yeah. But, um, I don't know. That was just me being picky about that. Yep. But the intro, I think, is a vicious little intro. Vicious little joint. That was indicative of the intros back in the day because intros to albums. Oh yeah, legit it used fun. to be actual intros. Hell like, yeah, like it was legit a legit intro. But to to, to name the first song that I, that I really fuck with is the fucking number two. Things done Things changed. Things done changed. God damn, son. 
That joint is crack. Obviously, you know, the joint is literally about how shit don't change. Yep. Niggas is killing niggas instead of fighting now. Exactly. The hood is different. It mm-hmm. ain't nigga. You can't just chill outside and have a good old time and da 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 da. And, and honestly, right, you could say that that's indicative of like how like rap was changing as far as content that niggas was rapping about. It's very true because so, right after, like, right around this time was when like, the game really changed. Like gangster rap really yeah, came around. Exactly. And it's funny, right? Because um, now correct me if I'm wrong, but my brother was saying that to him. Now he's again, he was saying just to him. He felt like Biggie was one of the first real, like, gangster rappers to, like, really be, like, in that position that he was in. Would you say that? I would say that because, yeah, gangster rappers were not always looked at, like, in, as in that in that top tier in the mainstream. But, like, Biggie really made it a mainstream thing. In fact, a lot of the gangster rappers from the 80s and the early 90s were really looked down on in society. You know, like, there was famous that President Bush had a oh, thing yeah. against Ice-T and, and yeah. N.W.A. and all that other shit. So, like... Right. Biggie was really the first one that like break really made it really really big and popular and made it like the white people knew about him and all yeah, that. So sure. He's really the one that first broke out. Yeah, I would say anyway. Yeah, um, and this joint I, off the fucking break started. This nigga starts killing it, uh, <laughs> kills this whole joint really. Hell yeah! And I feel <laughs> like this just go. This is one of the songs that goes to show his uh, I guess his storytelling ability. Oh yeah, and it's, uh, which is famous, famous, incredibly, ass. dog. Uh, not only is his flow, but his storytelling ability is fucking mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I feel like it starts off on this joint. Hell yeah. And it's, it's, like you said, it was reflecting on how shit changed from the 80s and the 90s. And again, the beat on this joint is incredible. It's like almost very basic, but still intricately done oh, yeah, in, this, in a sure. very ridiculous way. And uh, this song is just real as fuck. Like, if, if, yeah, yeah, it really is though. Like, you don't have to be from New York to like, re- if like, if you were alive in the early 90s, you remember hearing stories about how New York was or right, hearing right. news reports and shit. So like, New York was really live and like, this really brought it, I feel like, to a lot of people's forefront. Like, oh, this is how they, these niggas are really living out here yeah. in New York. This is what it's like in Brooklyn in right. 1993, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it was really dope for the set, uh, for the fact that, like, the intro number one ends with him getting out of jail. Yes. And, you know, obviously that's a sentiment that a lot of people who go to jail feel is, damn, shit changed, dog. Exactly. So I feel like it's a perfect song, just perfectly placed in that joint to set off the album and just perfectly executed, dog. Yep. Now, on one of the joints that I love on this joint, and it's going to be number three, Give Me the Loot, mm-hmm. because this nigga is having a whole conversation. With himself. And he, with, technically with himself, but he's talking literally to another nigga. So uh, if they were in the video, yeah. the another nigga would be rapping the part back to him. But, like, I want to say this is the first time I'd ever heard anybody do some shit like this on a record where they're literally talking to themselves. Not many people can do it and do it successfully. I want to say one of my other joints that I, I really liked was, um, what is it, uh, when Styles P is talking about... um. His oh, knife and his gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Jada Kiss got one too, but I can't remember exactly what song it is. But like, not everybody can get yeah, away with songs right. like that. Even uh, a fucking right. Damien by DMX. That Joan is wild right, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like, and but you said that this will be one of the first. I, that... From what I can remember, and again, like I was Obviously, in middle school when yeah. this joint came out. So, yeah. but from what I can remember, Big was one of the first ones I'd ever heard do anything like this. Yeah, and honestly, it was vicious because to some, you know, changes his the the pitch of his voice a little bit. Sounds mm-hmm. make this make so makes it so it's not you know confusing. Exactly. It sounds like he's talking to somebody else. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just obviously literally about robbing niggas. Pretty much. <laughs> That's literally what it's about. And it's just uh, all these what hurting my feet. Look, money looks sweet. And the Isuzu Jeep. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo, nah. This joint is fucking vicious, dog. Vicious beat. 
like you said, another one of those simpler kind of beats too. Yeah. But just a vicious beat, and Biggie fucking kills it. Like you said, all he, day in this joint, man. Just killed it, dog. And again, the whole concept of him. Like so, you said there was a music video to this one. Or? Uh, for give me the loot. Uh, not that I know of, but I I would imagine if oh, it was yeah, a video, oh, okay, okay. he would be sitting next to somebody, right. probably Puffy, because back in the days Puffy was in all the fucking videos with him, right? And he'd probably just be spitting the lines back at him as Biggie's, you know, rapping his part, right? So. But I mean, like, nah, this song is so fucking vicious, just hell yeah, fucking listen, niggas. Yeah, nah, <laughs> literally, literally. Um, I'm gonna go to number four, and I'm gonna just mention one thing for mm-hmm. the longest time. I did not know what the hook was saying. Uh, I live for I, the funk. I, I die, die for, for the, the funk. funk. I yep. had no idea what it was saying. Yep. <laughs> but nonetheless, this joint is hard too, dog. Fuck God yeah. damn. And I feel like it's going to be us just going through every song. I mean, basically. Honest. We might as well. Probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dog. This joint is fucking hard, dog. Man, this nigga just kills it, dog. Just fucking kills it. I will go ahead and slide right into number five, which is Warning, which yes. is probably one of my absolute favorite songs on oh, yeah. this album. Hell yeah. Another phone call talking to himself. Yeah. Basically, these niggas are coming for you. I heard them talking and plotting on you, blah, blah, blah. What you going to do? And my man said, damn. Why didn't you want to stick me from my paper? <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeds to talk about what's, uh, what's going to happen when these niggas roll up. He's like, I got the Rottweilers by the door and I feed them gunpowder so they can, can devour, devour the criminals trying to drop my decimals. Oh, man, he had the whole shit no. planned out. Son, this shit is fucking. No, yeah, nah. And, and obviously it has the infamous who the fuck is this calling me at 546 in the morning, crack a dawn and now I'm yawning. Yep. Wipe the t- uh, come Pull on, out dog. my eyes. Nah. Nah, this joint is legit as fuck. And the little skit right at the end, when you hear the niggas plot yeah, to go up yeah, in his house, uh-huh. and he's like, you got a red dot on your forehead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. That joke vicious as fuck. That's Hell so, yeah. This whole song is just, just fucking out there, yo. Dog. And, and you know what? One of the things that, um, that's just really, I feel like, incredibly, like, this is what, it, it shows Biggie's skill, is that, like you said, one of the things about making a song where you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Is that, it has to make sense. Like the conversation has to actually sound real. Yeah. And with this shit, it sounds real like shit. I'm like telling you. When the niggas telling them like, uh, the niggas from the gambling spot. Yeah. And you know, proceed to tell them what they know about, you know, about yeah. the your mom house in Miami. Yeah. It actually sounds like a real conversation. It does. Like, and that's that's the crazy part about it, though. It, it sounds like it was probably a conversation that may have happened. Yeah, yeah, like, no, it right. sounds like it could have been yeah, a conversation for sure. And and uh, he just recited it himself. Exactly. But um, yeah, dog. And again, for him to still rhyme with the conversation as it's going, yeah, is just is ridiculous. It's wild as shit, dog. Like again, an incredible just putting together. It's an incredible creation. The song, these two songs, "Give Me the Loot" and "Warning." Yeah, for sure. Now, for me, one of my songs. I'm, I'm just jump around a little bit. Yeah. One of my songs that I really like was uh, Everyday Struggle. Yes. I feel like that's just one of the most realest joints on this joint for your everyday motherfucker. I know it's called Everyday Struggle, but I feel like that's the everyday joke kind of song. No bull. That's just what it is. And, uh, you know, it's, it's literally just Biggie letting niggas know that he knows what the fuck we going through. Exactly. You know, that's really all it Baby is. Baby on the way, mad bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, dog, this joint is fucking tough. I like, I love the sample on the joint. Yeah. It's fucking vicious. Everything about this joint is vicious. Again, like you said, it's just like, it's like letting niggas know that like, okay, I feel you, nigga. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, you ain't the only one that's been yeah. through this. You're not the only one going through this. Like, yeah, nah, for sure. So that's why, I don't know, it's just a dope ass song. I don't know. I feel like not a lot of rappers really do this nowadays. Not at all. It's not more so, yo, look how much money I have, nigga. Ah. Exactly. 
I will go ahead and slide right back up to number ten, Juicy. Again, of one course. of the one of the hits from the jump, and again, one of the most reflective, most real tracks. The beat is fucking smooth as shit. Ride out seventies mm-hmm. from oh, a song yeah. by the same name, Juicy. I can't remember who sings it off the top of my head, but like vividly just paints a picture of like this is how it was this is how it is now yeah for sure and honestly again you know we talk about his storytelling ability yeah this is literally a perfect example and i mean if you think about it back in like 93 94 when this joint came out super nintendo sega genesis Genesis. when i was dead broke man Man, i couldn't couldn't picture this this. 50 inch screens money deans level sofa got two rides a limousine with the chauffeur Phone yeah. bill about two G's flat, nigga. Like this is what niggas have always. This is like the dream for yeah. everybody no, back legit. in the day that was poor. Like this, I want my life to be and like you know, that. And honestly, dog, as much as this song is, I don't want to say played out because I don't. I don't want to say that about a really good song, but just as much as the song is played, yeah. I guess, or as, as big as the song became, I still feel like it's a song that just makes you feel good. Dog. Yeah. It makes you feel like yo. I'm either doing it or I'm about to be doing Basically. it or something, dog. Like, Basically. It's a great motivational song. Yeah, That's hell yeah. Damn sure. Hell yeah. Like, like this is a song that I want to play if I ever somehow just become a super successful motherfucker, dog. Yeah. This is a song that I want to play at the fucking... At the party where we're celebrating everything. This exactly. is the guy you play. So exactly. This is, this the first one, as soon as I walked yeah. in the motherfucking door. It was dump. all a dream. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah, for sure. Now, for me... I want to jump a little to uh, number 17, Suicidal Thoughts. Oh, okay. I-, I remember I heard this song a long time ago. Like, before I heard this album, right? I heard this song a super long time ago. And um, I just thought it was the most craziest shit I ever heard. The moment this nigga Vicky said, when I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell. I thought it was the most craziest shit. But as I got older, I'm not saying that I agree with the nigga. But I understand. I see where he's coming from. I see from. where he's coming from. <laughs> yes, nigga. And it's the craziest shit that as I get older, I'm like, yo, this nigga Biggie saying the most. He's and, and again, I was talking about the shit with my brother before we came over. How he's just being real as fuck. Yeah. He's like, yo, honestly, dog, this is how maybe I feel, heaven nigga. isn't for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do Can't that. Be up there with the goody goody, yeah, white and shit. Like, yeah, he's nah, like, nigga. I like black Tims and black hoodies. hoodies. Exactly, dog. That shit is fucking hard as fuck, and it's a dope ass concept. Especially the time that it was, I feel like shit like that wasn't as prominent, like you no know, yeah. concept type of joints. Yep. You had, uh, I'm assuming that was Diddy in the background. Of doing, course. Yeah. The, the, the who he called. Yeah. yeah. Who he called. And it was just dog, just a dope execution throughout the whole joint. Uh-huh. Just vicious, dog. And again, I'd never heard a song like that. I've not ever. Heard. I bet. And I don't think I ever heard anything else like it until Eminem came around. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Nah. This joint is fucking sick, dog. And it's. You know, honestly, one of the things that, and I'm sure I'm not, you know, a genius for pointing this out, but one of the things that I noticed uh, is that Biggie talks a lot about death. Yeah. In the whole... I mean, the album was called Ready, Ready to, to Die. Die. Yeah, legit. And even in um the, the title track, Ready to Die, mm-hmm. it's literally him saying he doesn't give a fuck and he's willing to do whatever and he's willing to die. Ready yep. to die. So, and again, that's just a, a, a consistent thing throughout the whole joint. And it, I don't know, like... You know, if you believe in the whole, you know, speaking shit into existence or whatever, you could argue that, you know, a lot of it was him speaking the shit yeah. into existence. Like, he spoke a lot about death. Um, and you could say the same thing about Pac. I mean, he had two albums, both titles surrounded death, Life After Death. But and, did Life and, After uh, Death come out after he passed? or It came out right after he passed. Like, he was about, so he was, was promoting it and it, uh, it came okay. out. Like, that was his second album. So he knew that it was going to be called Life After Death. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. And then he, I think he got shot like two weeks before it came out or some shit like that. Oh, shit. Do, do you remember that? Like when that shit came mm-hmm. out? Oh, I remember it ridiculously. I remember everybody who died back in the day. The only one I don't remember is Kurt, 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 Kurt Cobain. Cobain. 
That's the only one I don't remember. Right. I remember when Selena died. I remember when Aaliyah died. I remember when Biggie and Pac both got shot. What would you say was like that you remember was the biggest deal? Like not necessarily for you, but like just for society or like, you know, whatever. Honestly, like it was Biggie and Tupac because they had already been known even in the news that there was problems between both of them. Both of them. Right. So like when one died and then like, what was it? Not even a month later, the other one died. Like it was huge. And it and, was just like tremendous loss. And right that it wasn't like right now that like if somebody dies, we'll find out possibly minutes or even seconds after Basically. they die. I'm guessing it wasn't nowhere near like no. that. It was like, it was oh like, shit. We, it's like there was like, there was rumors that there was gunfire and then it was like the next day, oh, you know, but this happened, blah, blah, blah. So fatally, it was like, fatally it was, shot. Blah, it wasn't blah, blah. like by the minute you could see, oh uh-uh. shit. Because there was no social media, no nothing right. like that. When Biggie and Pac got, died, there wasn't even the internet really yet. Like the internet was obviously out there because the government and shit had it, but like right. we as the people did not have that shit. Right, right. So there was nothing to go by on that, like except for the regular news and MTV news. Yeah. So yo, niggas was patient as fuck back then. Mm, <laughs> dog, I remember, I remember sitting up at like it was like midnight, maybe a little after midnight. Right. On uh, the day Aaliyah died, and and heard the breaking news that her plane had gone down, uh, shit. and all that other shit. So, but it was like I had to wait till the next day to find out that <laughs> yeah. she died. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. It's fucking it's crazy. ridiculous. But all right, let me go. Uh, one more joint I really wanted to talk about was number sixteen, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Dope, and uh, did you did you recognize the production? Nah, I didn't. DJ Premier, baby. Oh, what? okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, that I was. Thought I heard. Was there some scratches in there? Was Not there so many scratches, but I'll, I'll play it for you. Okay. And then once, once now that I pointed it out, you'll be like, okay, damn. probably because I feel like DJ Premier is definitely. Oh yeah. Too. Oh yeah. But um, now, yeah. Okay. Right. But that mm. big kills this track. Uh, unbelievable number sixteen. A it's a sample. very simple beat, but it's, it's like such a headbanger. Like it's just that DJ Premier sound, you know? No, nah, it really like, is. It really is. It's ridiculous, dog. Nah, um, that, sh- that shit was dope. But sure. like, there's, I mean, I really don't have any songs that I deem bad on this jump. Nah, and, um, and honestly, even like the, um, again, I was talking about this shit with my brother uh, before I came over. That um, I was listening to a Styles P interview, and uh, Tax asked him, "Why is Biggie like the number one in your in your book?" I guess. Yeah. He was like, "Dog, Biggie." Give you top of the line gangster shit, yep. top of the line deep shit, yep. top of the line female party type of shit, yep. and he's just he's like a fucking triple double kind of player. Like he'll just give you everything, whatever you need. He, he got it. it. Like like he said, he'll make a song with um I forgot the name, but it was like like girl like a a group like a girl group like or something. Total, total. Yeah, he's yeah. like he'll make a song with total. Yep. He'll make a song with the locks, a song with Bone Thugs, yep. and he'll sound like he he's part of the group almost. Mm-hmm. Like like another one of the things that my brother pointed out because one of his favorite songs was number nine, uh-huh. the jump with, with Method Man. Yeah, the what? The what? Yeah, and he was saying that it almost sounds like he's part of Wu Tang. You know, what yeah, I mean? like like his style, he adapts to whoever is on the song, and with it's him. still his style, but yeah. just yeah, uh, again, yeah, it sounds like it's natural to him. Exactly, and it's fucking cra- that's the craziest thing about it. Like even um the jump with Bone Thugs. I remember that shit. First of all, that's one of the first times that I was just mind blown by that song. And the fact that Biggie fucking sounded exactly like Bone Thugs. Yeah. It was it's wild. crazy. And I want to say that was the fact. No one expected him to ever rap that fast. And honestly, he's not rapping all that fast, but it's so much faster than how he usually yeah, raps. For like, sure. It's just completely had took everyone out of character for him. So. Nah, that joint. Nah, but that, that, that's, um, that's one of the things that, that just blew my mind is that, um, you know, obviously, even like the the female joints on this joint mm-hmm. is uh, them joints is hard. Like yeah. lyrically, they're fucking yeah. hard. You know, a, a lot of times, like, like I say, what, one more chance. 
Yeah, yeah. Hard as fuck. Hell yeah. Uh, Big Papa, hard as fuck. Uh, friend uh, of mine. Friend of mine, I was about to say, yeah, hard as fuck. Yeah. Me and my bitch. Yeah, me Hey! <laughs> another, and that's another joint that, like, storytelling-wise, yes. is ridiculous, dog. Ridiculous. I never saw that coming. I really yeah. did it. This that song is so vicious And that's like I feel like that's the type of shit Like niggas modeled their relationships out After like Through the oh, entirety of the 90s I do, not, I do not <laughs> doubt it I do not doubt Hey yo That is funny as shit But you're this right This song was shit. fucking relationship goals yeah. <laughs> If there was memes back then Fuck yeah no. This would be in the background Of every relationship goal picture Video on Instagram dog Come on son but I mean, like he in this joint, he goes from they they out here having fun together that they get into fights mm-hmm. and this bitch does the dirty shit like clean the toilet with his toothbrush <laughs> and shit like that. He even, no. I mean, very problematic, problematic light like the like fucking bodega boys. Uh-huh. But he even talks about you know uh, you Looks- do right, I treat you right. You talk slick, I beat you right. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yo, yeah, yeah. problematic. Yo, yo, and it's just so funny because I feel like there's a, uh, a there's another uh, like a line. I want to say it's on Give Me the Loot mm-hmm. where he says, "I'll strangle a bitch for her." Pretty much whatever the fuck yeah. she's wearing. And then for her, her bangles. Her, yeah, strangle yeah. a bitch for her bangles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said bangle earrings, no man. <laughs> but <laughs> but I say that to say. No, it was a different time, okay? It was a different time. It was a different time. Different mindset. Different mindset. You can't hold niggas to... to, And and you know, that's why I always say that I feel like I just... Like that whole holding niggas accountable for what they did. Obviously, there's limitations to it. Or what they said, more importantly. Because I feel like there's different times and like that might not have been wrong at that time. Exactly. So, um, but regardless... I, I forgot what the fuck song we were talking about, to be honest. Uh, we were... What the fuck were we talking about? Me and my bitch, my bad. Okay, yeah, me and my bitch, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but now nah, that, that joint is hard, dog. All his female party type... Any kind of song that traditionally, lyrically, the joint would go down mm-hmm. because it's like a party yeah. or a lyrical song that might be for the bitches or whatever, he still comes hard, dog. He still... He is the the ability to do that to make a popular yeah. hard fucking song. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, sure. Big Pun had the ability to do that too. Yeah, like there's yeah. not that many rappers who can nah, switch right. back and forth between that. You're either good at one or good at the other, and you kind of try and play the field. But like them, them two between them two niggas, they could easily slide up and down the field. So. Oh yeah, hell yeah. They're like I said, they're they're like fucking chameleons. Though you mm-hmm. can pl- almost plug them in anywhere and exactly mold in. I feel like if they were still alive, they could come out today and be on any verse with anybody and either oh, yeah. still school them or just like. Promote anybody. It was like, oh, I like you. Let me jump on a song with you and make you famous. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Yeah, that's literally what they could have done, though. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, we basically have talked about this whole fucking album. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Any final thoughts? <laughs> Look, dog, uh, I mean, I don't even know if we have to tell y'all what we grade this joint. Mm. I mean, I think I know what I'm going to give it. Mm-hmm. Dog, honestly, this is one of them albums. I would say right now, as a quote-unquote young nigga, because I'm really not even that young anymore, which is kind of scary. <laughs> But um, to anybody who wants to get a young nigga onto some, like, I guess, like, hip-hop or whatever, like, yeah. not what's going on now, this is the album to bring. Don't bring nothing else but this album. Because I feel like this is one of the albums that, in all honesty, right, even though, obviously, beats sound a little dated or whatever, I feel like this is not, by any means, a boring album. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll fucking draw the attention of anybody who yeah. does anything right now it's just it's, it's hard like you can't it's undeniable like there's certain shit that's just undeniable and i feel like this album is one of those things from the beginning literally to the very end uh so yep. um just another easy listen too it's, yeah. it just rolls through dog yep. and i feel like everything is it works every song works there's very very little if any filler material on this joint yeah 
So um, just man. Even the skits on this joint are funny as hell. Yeah, like, like the joint, the fuck me joint. Yeah, the joint with him and Lil Kim. <laughs> um, now this is one of my. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. This is my first album that I ever owned. Oh, was it? Is the first album oh, that I ever owned. Shit. Lyrically, Big could really do it. He can't be touched by many. Fast or slow, it doesn't really matter. This album is iconic. This album is classic. This album. Like you said, it has not really faded over time because a lot nah. of the beats still rock hard today. If you notice, there are only two guest features oh, on here. One know. of them is Method Man on number nine, The What? And the other one is Diana King on number 14, Respect. And you may not know who Diana King is, but everybody knows the song. I don't want no shy guy. I just want a fly guy. That's her? That's her. Yep. You know, I would have thought that this was like uh, a reggae singer. She's Jamaican. Oh, so she's. Oh, she's but that's a, that pop was song. more of a pop song. You didn't okay. get too much of anything Jamaican on that joint until you get to the chorus where she goes, "Oh mercy, mercy, mercy," okay. and okay. then she goes into the whole thing. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like the song is basically straight like no. regular pop song. And even the then, chorus. and even then, she's not even credited. At least it doesn't. Yeah, speak. she's not credited. I mean, if you look up the credits on there, you'll yeah. see her name, Diana King, and that's right. how I found out. Right. But like, yeah, Method Man is the only one with like literally like a rap, written credit, a verse, a verse, a verse on there. Yes. And like I said, Diana, she only does the the chorus on it. She goes, "Me have a respect for all the yeah. gun man." That's another joint that's fucking vicious. Oh bro. yes, that's another <laughs> that we ain't even. T- no, there, there's songs that we ain't even get to talk about. But that just goes to show we don't even have to talk about it because I'm letting y'all know it's fucking fire. Okay? I'm telling you, straight album is fire. Yeah, no, for so sure. I'm sure we're gonna give it the same thing, but yeah, out of look, ten, man, out of ten, I'm giving it a ten, dog. Ten this out of classic. ten, baby. That's what it is. This is this is one of those albums, dog. Like I said, I feel like years down the line, I'm gonna show this song to my kids, and hopefully they can pass it on. And it's just one of those things that just is undeniable, dog. Facts. It, it, it surpasses time, age. Whatever the fuck happens in rap, this is going to be one of them albums, dog, I feel like. If you are a hip-hop head, this is, like, must-listen. Oh, yeah. This is, like, a must-read book on if you're a fucking scholar. Yeah, like, a, sure. a book that's just, like, you, you. why haven't you read this if you're in this job? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is one and of the things you should hear if you call yourself a fan of hip-hop, honestly, in my opinion. It, speaking on that, it's funny because I noticed that a lot of uh, lines on this joint, yeah. rappers, namely some uh, Jay-Z, and I want to say freeway that I that I picked up. I'm sure there's a lot more that other niggas picked up, uh, that use that they use lines from from this shit all day. Jay Z is one of the most notorious Biggie lines like, like ever. You, you know the uh, the Biggie line where he's like uh, the livest one, best uh, best livest son, livest yep. one representing BK to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Jay Z used that joint recently in 444. I believe it. Yep. And I don't know, dog. Like I'm I, obviously. I'm sure it's an homage more than anything. Yeah, because they were close friends. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were oh, friends they, back in the day. Okay, okay. I see. I didn't even know. Did he even? They even did a song together on uh, Jay's album. Look up. Uh, well, uh, look up. Uh, what is it? Um, Brooklyn's finest. That's what it's called. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, brain fart. Oh my yeah. god. Which yeah, no. This album is fucking an incredible piece of of work. It should be put in like the national archives oh, and shit yeah, and be it, preserved it for be. all times. Honestly, like in my I opinion, I feel like this is without a doubt. Like one of the best examples of straight up and down just rap. Like the mm-hmm. definition of hip hop to me is this though. And see, this is coming from not only a stan who grew up with this shit, like I've had it since I was like thirteen years old, right. but this is coming from a new nigga yeah. who just heard it for the first time. Yeah. Now and you see the respect that he gives it. Look, now don't get it twisted. We've been had respect for Biggie over here. All year. The all only day. Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Huh? You know what I mean? So but regardless, like I said, or like my like my co host just said, I hadn't listened to the whole album. I just did, 
That's just a 10 out of 10. If you haven't listened to that yet, man. Get on it. Holla at the plug. Get Apple Music. Go on YouTube. Do whatever the fuck you got to do, man. But make sure that your kids in the future... We'll have a daddy that listens to Ready to Die. Okay? Exactly. I'm just saying. Exactly. Yo, spe- r- random jump, but uh, one of the I forget what song that they put like, but the, I think it was a Warning, and the baby like the baby was crying, and as soon as Biggie came on, the baby stopped crying and was just chilling. It was kind of nodding its head, and then as soon as they turned the music I think off, I might have seen that. the baby start crying like shit again. <laughs> I think I may have seen that. Yeah. Nah. So hey, Biggie is for the children, also just like Wu Tang nah, is sure. for the children. For sure. For sure. I agree. All right. Well, that ends the album review for the Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Uh, that classic shit that we all love. Uh, uh, now we have album suggestions. You have an album suggestion for the people? You go first. Okay. I will go first. Now, uh, I have only listened to it once, but I was actually really surprised not only by the production, but I was surprised by the content of the album. And again, I have to go listen to it again. But so far, Tiger's new album, Legendary, really? sounds all right, my nigga. What? Like, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. Oh, my God. That's well, nah, crazy. It's, it's, it's legit. It sounds pretty legit. Like I said, I only had like a first cursory listen, uh-huh. and I went back and listened to a couple of the other jumps. But now, nah, like... The, at least from what I can remember, like that joint sounded legit. So I would say, yo, go give it a try. Maybe Tiger's not your jam, but like Tiger put it down on this one. So I got to give him to him. Check out Tiger Legendary. That's a bet. You know what? I'm going to go with my man Wale. Album about nothing. Yeah. I, I, yes. I think that's a fucking solid ass album. Matter of fact, I want to say we reviewed it uh, on, the, on the other show. I think we did. I, I think we might have. I think we might have. But regardless... Fucking solid ass album throughout the whole joint. I, personally, I think it's I think it's one of Wale's best works. Yes, um, it, it really is. And it albums, had, mixtapes, everything. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Um, and I feel like it's uh since that's always been his thing. The whole, the, he, I think he had the mixtape about nothing. Yeah, and the whole Seinfeld his thing has always been his thing. Yep. So I feel like this was like the this he was probably at his peak. I would say, and this is kind of like the album that like almost established him being at his peak. Yep. So I feel like it's a really good album. A lot of songs that y'all probably have heard on it. A lot of joints that were singles. But yeah, no, real good album. So okay. definitely check this one out if Bet. you haven't yet. Hell yeah, that album is vicious. I I concur. All right. Well, you know y'all can find us. Go to Facebook.com yes, and sir. search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Spreaker, Stitcher, mm-hmm. iTunes, iHeartMedia, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HQPodcast. And yes... Yes, nigga, that's all spelled out. All the way, nigga. All the way, nigga. Stop being lazy. All of the letters. Passes just start. It's fucking fall, nigga. Stop being lazy, okay? Summer's over. And it's not like it's a long jump, so just spell it. Look, man, just spell it out, (laughs) and you'll save yourself a headache in the future. Facts. But from us here in the United States to everyone around the world, all the way from Singapore, Australia, back on down to Lima, Peru, we fuck with everybody. Back up to fucking El Salvador just because my man's country, you know, we got to show love. Even though we lost to Dominican Republic in soccer, which I should never happen. (laughs) Never. (laughs) But we lost to them niggas in soccer, dog. Uh, Come on, man. It happens, dog. But we love all y'all. Thank you for listening. We out. Peace. Peace.